From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. So you may have seen the headlines this weekend at the World Cup of Rugby in Japan. Team Canada had their final game canceled because of the devastating typhoon. That was a typhoon that killed 33 people. Well, instead of packing up their bags and heading home, Team Canada players instead rolled up their sleeves and they helped with the cleanup. A very inspirational story. Uh, we're going to Japan this morning. Uh, well, it, it's morning time in Japan. It's it's evening here in Calgary. But we're going to Japan right now on Sports Talk with Jock to check in with a Calgarian who now lives in Tokyo and who was front and center with Team Canada this past weekend. His name is Patty Watson. Patty Watson is a Calgarian. He's now a teacher at the Bunka Canadian International School in Tokyo. He's a member of the Canadian Chamber of Commerce Team Canada Committee, an organization that was set up to develop ties between Canada and Japan using rugby as a springboard. I guess, Patty, I'll say good morning because it's morning where you are right now. Well, 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 Patty, tell me about your connection with Team Canada and how this this all came about. So, actually, uh, I got involved with the committee here. Originally, uh, through my through my school, I work at Bunka Suganami Canadian International School, teaching Canadian curriculum here in Tokyo, and got involved with a committee through the Canada Japan Chamber of Commerce uh, to put on some events and do some work surrounding the Rugby World Cup, and then hopefully going forward to the Olympics and beyond that. And one of the big projects was to help build a legacy with Kamaishi. Now, the reason for that, uh, this predates knowing anything about the typhoon, the reason for that was because of the earthquake uh, in 2011, which hit the Tohoku region, which is where Iwate Prefecture is, which is where Kamaishi is located. So the stadium that Canada was supposed to play at is called the Kamaishi Recovery Stadium, and that stadium was built as part of an effort to help that community uh, continue to recover. It's a pretty small area, certainly when you consider it compared to other large spots in Japan. It's about 34,000 people that live there. And uh, they've really been uh, hit pretty hard. 2011 was very devastating. We actually did the walk while we were there. Uh, that the elementary school students did to avoid the tsunami walking up the hill. And the teachers basically just told them, get out of the school and run up the hill. And they had to look back and, and see uh, their grandparents' houses and family houses getting swept away by the water. So our, our big plan was to help build a Canadian legacy, a connection with Canada and Kamaishi. And uh, we were part of organizing a barbecue with a group called Blue Compass that do a lot of good work in areas that need some help in Japan, rural areas. And uh, we also made some shirts. So the the shirt that I'm wearing, but uh, because of the cameras picking up on on me helping out, getting mud loaded into a bag, uh, that shirt has kind of blown up on the internet. But what it is, is it's a Canada-Japan connection shirt, and across the front, 
in Japanese kanji, it says kita no tetsujin, and kita no tetsujin translates roughly into northern iron men, and that was the kanji used by the Kamenichi Steel rugby team, uh, so they were very successful. Kamenichi is kind of a hotbed of rugby, which is where the Rugby World Cup connection comes in as well, and they, uh, they once won seven national titles here in Japan in a row, which is incredible, especially as a small community. So rugby is huge there. And uh, just from wearing that shirt, there, there have been some articles, people on Twitter going, uh, what, what is this shirt? How do I get this shirt? So those are for sale on the Canadian Chamber of Commerce Japan website. And there's been a, a huge reaction to those and just a, a huge reaction in general to what all the Canada guys have done and, and you got to be a part of. It's an amazing story, Patty, and 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 just you know, take me through the weekend when when you were there with the players, and I've seen a lot of the photos. Uh, there you are, front and center with the Team Canada players, just helping with the the cleanup. Uh, just talk a little bit about the reaction that you got from the from the locals from uh, Kamiishi. So, for the start of the weekend, uh, originally the group that I was going with was going to be fourteen Canadians, and. Because of the typhoon, it ended up being four of us that got into Kamaishi. Two got pretty close, but couldn't get in because of the typhoon and trains being canceled and roads being closed. Uh, right when we got into Kamaishi, actually the phones were going off saying, it's time to evacuate Kamaishi, which was a little bit worrisome. But we went to the place where we were staying, and they have an evacuation floor there. Uh, of this sort of small hotel, an onsen hotel, so a, a spot where you can go in the Japanese-style hot tubs and things, and it's right on the water. So then we stayed there that night. I was staying in a house that was set up for our barbecue called Canada House, and it was a very, very sleepless night. The winds were absolutely howling. Things were flying off houses, and uh, you could hear the waves crashing. So it was a very restless night and then woke up and it was no surprise that the game was canceled. Mm. So in lieu of a game, um, we went to the stadium and a lot of locals and other people that were there for the game took the Kamaishi flags that they had made and a lot of people saw them flying during the first game that was held in Kamaishi when Uruguay upset Fiji. And so we had a huge row of people waving these massive flags and other people that walked across the small bridge there. So that was kind of a nice moment uh, in lieu of the game starting. People gathered and did that, and there were cameras there, and people sort of got a, a nice energy going from that. And then uh, I was messaging with some of the guys from, from the team, from Canada, and they said, well, we're going to go see what we can do to help out, and they found a location, which was by the junior high school in Kamaishi. So we went over and met them there, and uh, that's the thing that's been picked up the most on the news and was shared on the uh, World Rugby World Cup Twitter. We split into three groups, and uh, the group I was with for most of the time, we were just shoveling mud, so clearing some drains, and there was a lot of mud from landslide activity right there. 
you know, bagging it up and getting pretty messy. Some of the Canada players were uh, joking around uh, with their brooms that they were doing curling-style things. So there was talk of which skip would represent you from the province you're from and hurry hard, pushing this mud around the street. And then the other groups were actually going in and out of some houses as well and uh, removing damaged materials. Uh, Japanese houses traditionally have tatami mats, which can get very soggy if they're covered in water. So they were removing some of those from houses and helping the locals there. In terms of the reaction, uh, there were kids around taking photos, uh, taking Polaroid instant photos and saying thank you, writing thank you on them to give to the players. Uh, there was one woman who spoke after the, I'm not sure mayor, they translated it as uh, like a leader of the community there, but an important fellow spoke at the end and thanked all of us. And then there, there was a woman that spoke, and she's 86, and she said she woke up that day and she had no idea what to do. And then a few hours later, she had a whole bunch of national team rugby players from Canada in her house helping her clean things out and get things going. So the reaction was very positive, and it hasn't really stopped. There have been people in Tokyo that I know and a couple that I don't know that have been coming up and saying thank you for helping a lot of. We will we'll never forget this. This is amazing. And I have uh, a lot of students at my school kind of making fun of me because on the news here, they just referred to me as a uh, Rugby Canada player, which I am not <laughs> and never quite made that level. So giving me a bit of a hard time about that. <laughs> well, you were a pretty good rugby player and and full disclosure here on Sports Talk with Jock. I, I've known Patty for a long, long time, ever since he was a kid. As a matter of fact, he's the son of a very, very good friend of mine, another Calgarian, uh, Angus uh, Angus Watson. And, and Patty, uh, way back uh, way back when, remember when you were working with Gio with the Calgary Stampeders? So you've come a long way, baby, uh, since you're, you're now living in Japan. Yeah, the, the Canada guys uh, gave a lot of gear, a lot of their Rugby World Cup kit to me to donate and to give to different spots so that gave me a flashback of hitting up Gio for as much dance gear as, <laughs> as I could get as a teenager. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's a great story, and, and and you know what I find really interesting, Patty. Uh, you know the fact that you know you're a member of this Canadian Chamber of Commerce that you talked about earlier. You know the Team Canada Committee, an organization set up to develop ties between Canada and Japan, using rugby as a springboard. And and, and obviously you were you know no one had foreseen the the typhoon, but but obviously. This this committee has done so much to, to bring these two countries together, I think, and, and it shows you what sport can do. Yeah, and uh, just to say to the credit of the Canadian players, they got out and, and got involved because the typhoon happened, but a lot of them were also doing uh, things to help with that community even before knowing about the typhoon. So they all went to the m- Memorial Museum, uh, the day before the game should have happened. And then I was already in, in contact with some of the guys that I know because they were going to help out with our barbecue on Monday. So four of them stayed behind after the rest of the team left to go to this barbecue and interact with locals. And they were out there uh, passing rugby balls around with little kids from Kamenishi. And, and so the, 
the praise for the for the team and what they did was warranted, and, and they did even more than that. They they came after helping out for hours uh, with all the mud and that. They came to the whole can, which is the hotel I was talking about earlier, and stood around the fire. And there were teams from Kamenishi that all sang O Canada, and they were just very willing to to get involved and talk with the people there and the people there were so nice and really appreciated them too and it was there were some really special moments despite it being a, a bit of a hazardous weekend okay before i let you go and and i do appreciate your time um besides the typhoon you know how has the world cup been received in in all of japan i know you've been to a number of games i know your dad was in japan last week your dad is going to you know join you in japan again again this week uh, uh, has it been a success because even the japanese team i think that they're playing above their heads right now above their weight class really yeah the japanese team have uh have been very successful they've been good for a while so uh, it was a surprise that my dad and I witnessed Ireland losing to them, but they, they backed it up and beat Scotland after, and they play exciting, very quick rugby, and there are a lot of people that have gotten really, really into the tournament here that wouldn't have watched rugby before. You, you see a lot of people that you talk to, and they say, this is my second game of rugby I've ever watched, or this is the third game of rugby I've ever watched, and they're getting into it. And then, of course, there are a lot of diehard rugby people in Japan as well. So it's been uh, it's been really cool, really great for the sport, I think. And uh, the publicity has been, has been huge here in Japan. Uh, I've been here for a couple of the FIFA the Soccer World Cups, and people are, people get behind the team, but this this Braves Blossoms, that's what they refer to the, the national rugby team as. It's kind of captured the heart and, and spirit of the people here and brought them into rugby. So it, it's been huge. Patty, uh, thanks so They're, much. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Products like shirts and things are all... Their products and uh, jerseys and things like that are selling out all over the place. And there, there's a huge amount of support. And I think they've really enjoyed... Uh, having people from the different rugby countries around and, and bringing that atmosphere as well. Hey, Patty, this has been so much fun. Uh, great catching up. And, uh, again, uh, kudos to you. Kudos to uh, Team Canada, uh, Rugby Canada, because, uh, obviously, uh, maybe they didn't play great on the field, but they, they really did go above and beyond when it was all said and done. So uh, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Chuck. That is kind of a neat story, isn't it? You know, Patty Watson, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. And, hey, Team Canada... Yeah, they, they didn't play well. You know, they, there was no expectations for Team Canada at the World Cup of Rugby. However, uh, when their final game got cancelled, they helped in the cleanup after uh, the devastating t- typhoon. Anyway, we got to take a break here on Sports Talk with Jock, but before we get to that break, i got a pair of Calgary Stampeder tickets to give away. Stamps and the Bombers on Saturday. Uh, why don't you be caller number 7? Caller number 7, 403-974-8255. Caller number 7, you're off to McMahon Stadium. A 5 o'clock kickoff, the final home game of the regular season. Uh, you'll hear it all right here on the home of the Calgary Stampeders. This is Sports Talk with Jock.